Hey, Joe. Nick, what is going on? I am happy to be here, my friend. Me too. How's life? Life is good. Very nice to meet you. Where are you located? I'm in the middle of the map, Kansas City, Missouri. I figured that's what KC stood for at the end of your email. Yes, sir. Where are you located? Boston, Massachusetts. Boston, Mass. Okay. That is the yeah. one city that I just really want to get to and I never have. I always just, I I have this whole city constructed in my head that I'm ready to like see if it, it it's actually real or not. <laughs> well, excited to host you when the time is right. Yes. I've uh, I've been to Kansas City a few times. Interesting airport, how they kind of like lock you in or out of that like circular thing. Anyway, yeah, the Kansas City airport's a lot of fun. <laughs> so when's the last time you went into our airport? Uh two years ago, three years ago, probably. Was it the was it the new one or the old one? I I mean, how has had to have been the old one. Okay. I've probably been like five times now that I think about it, but like majority of it was probably five, six, seven years ago. Okay. So it's brand new and it's actually winning awards and it's stellar. I the other one was like antiquated. It was like you were dropped yes. into some other planet. Like, yeah, like it, was. It, it, it was like the bastard set of Star Wars on Tatooine. <laughs> it was just yeah, really it really weird. was because like you would you would check in and then there would be no seating and no restaurants and like no, no option. And <laughs> yeah, now it's all modernized. It's one terminal. Live jazz is happening. There's all this frivolity and happiness, so it's good, oh. definitely. Well, I'll have to. I'll have to travel back sometime. Yes, sir. Well, hey, man, it's great to meet you. I appreciate you taking a minute out, and I want to begin our conversation before we get into your very interesting existence by asking you: How did you survive the pandemic the last three and a half years? How did you get through it, and how did it change you? Okay. Oh, are we? We're good. We're recording. Yeah, yeah, I come from jazz radio. So when that hi-hat hits, we just go right into it. <laughs> All right, fantastic. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, when the pandemic hit, right, I run a, a personal development book community. So immediately people are getting furloughed. People are spending time at home. I think they now have the ability to sort of reflect on their lives and realize, hey, I didn't actually love what I was doing before. So my community started to grow like wildfire. I was helping people with book recommendations all over the place, helping people connect with things about defining their purpose, about reflecting on their lives, creating more gratitude. So it was actually a very healthy time for my business and for my purpose because I felt like I was living uh, on double speed in a good way. So let's get to the essence and core of what you do for a living. If I put you in front of a bunch of third graders, it's career day. One of the little ones says, hey, what do you do for a living? How do you answer them? I say I help people get connected with the right books, the books that can change their lives. That's what I do. Okay, that's wonderful. So what did you want to be in the third grade? What was your dream? Hmm, it's a good question. I think in the third grade, I probably wanted to be an NFL athlete. Okay. I was really into football, also really into baseball, basketball. I think my entire world in the third grade probably revolved around athletics. So I didn't want to be an astronaut. I didn't want to be a cowboy. I think I wanted to be an NFL superstar. So let's do this. Let's put you in a time machine. If you could go back and see any sporting event with your own eyes, where are you going? I really, really, really fell in love with football. I think it was the 2007 Rose Bowl, which was 
Uh, it was Texas against USC. So Vince Young was quarterbacking Texas at the time and USC had Matt Leinart and Reggie Bush. And I watched that game with my friend Ryan and I just fell in love with football at a deeper level. So I think that's the sporting event that I'd love to see. And it also had a very dramatic finish with Vince Young scoring a touchdown with like a minute left on the clock or something like that. So yeah, that's probably what I would want to go see. Great answer. So how did this happen? How did this journey begin? Where were you born and raised? How did you get into books and helping people find the right literature for them? I was not much of a reader growing up, which would surprise anybody that could see my background. I have like a thousand books behind me. Um, you couldn't pay me to read a book. I, again, I was more of the athlete stereotype, not really much of the academic. But all of that changed for me when I was going into my senior year of college. I took an internship at a local software company. It was a sales internship. And my boss, Kyle, I think he recognized some unfulfilled potential in me. And he sort of guided me to listen to some personal development podcasts, actually, when I was commuting to and from work that summer. And so as I'm listening to these successful people being interviewed, so many of them were giving at least some credit for their success to the books that they were reading. And so I just went to my local Barnes & Noble one afternoon on a lunch break, grabbed a bunch of personal development, sort of nonfiction business books. And my life has changed ever since then. So it's been about 10 years. I've read and implemented hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of books to improve my health, my fitness, my nutrition, to improve my personal finances, my business, and also my happiness, my health, my, my relationships, like everything in between. I really think books solve problems because they condense decades of somebody else's lived experience and best life lessons into days of reading. And then you could use those life lessons right? Condense time, implement them and change everything around you. So that was sort of the the first moment where I fell in love with reading. And like I said, I'm just dedicated today to spreading the positive power of personal development books. And I'm motivated by the idea that the right book at the right time can change somebody's life. Wow. So who's been a hero for you? I have a lot of heroes. I mean, I just wrote my first book, Rise of the Reader, and the dedication is to my mom and my dad. I grew up in the perfect family. You know how sometimes people say, well, I want to correct what my parents did to me when I raised my own family. For me, I just want to replicate exactly what they did. We were constantly encouraged. We were given all the opportunities. Uh, we had our own voice. And we, you know, never missed food on the table or Christmas under our presents under the Christmas tree. So yeah, my parents, those are my heroes. So if you can meet anybody alive on the planet right now and spend some time with them, who would it be? Tim Ferriss, author of the four hour work week, four hour body, four hour chef, tools of Titans, tribe of mentors. He's my favorite author, my favorite podcaster, a little bit of my spirit animal, if you will. He's just such an interesting human being, and I'd love to to thank him for the positive impact that his books have had on my life. So what is it that gets you up every day, gets you motivated, gets you moving, gets you helping people to get the right book, and ultimately to be the best version of you? I am genuinely motivated by impact. I love helping other people improve their health, their wealth, and their happiness by connecting them to the right books. And I run such a large community. We do a million impressions a month right now that I'm constantly, um, you know, I think impact is only felt through feedback. So I'm constantly getting feedback, making custom book recommendations, 
hearing the feedback of how it's helped improve that person's life. And I'm addicted to it. I love helping people connect with the right books. And that's what gets me out of bed. It really does. I enjoy the passage of time, man. And I think that's a big reason why. So speaking of feedback, what's the one of the best customer responses you've ever gotten? All right. I'll try to be brief here. Sure. But I'm on my honeymoon this year in Dubrovnik, Croatia. Wow. And we're outside of the city in this little tiny village area, like 30 minutes from Dubrovnik, which, by the way, is a small city anyway, a couple hundred thousand, actually less than 100,000 people. And my wife and I see this bar restaurant thing. We want to go check it out. So we're walking over to it and we pass a really cool restaurant. And my wife says to me, hey, on the walk back, let's make a reservation for tomorrow night. We'll go get dinner there. Okay, sounds good. So we have a couple of drinks. We're walking back and the restaurant's closed. And she's kind of bummed out like, oh, that's a bummer. I said, no, let's go inside, see if there's anybody still cleaning up. So I go inside, even though it's closed. And I find this guy who's kind of sweeping the floor, putting things away. And I say, hey, I'd love to make a reservation for tomorrow night. Can you help me? And he turns around and he says, yeah, by the way, I'm a huge fan. And I'm like, he has no idea who I am. Huge fan of what? And he said, book thinkers, your brand, man. The book recommendations you make wow. have changed my life. And wow. I'm just like, I get goosebumps every <laughs> single time I mention it because I'm on the other side of the planet. Yeah. Right. It wasn't even his first language, but he's in my community. And I just bump into him in this small village outside of Dubrovnik. So, of course, we went back the next night and we had dinner and got to hear his story. And he was mentioning like such little intricate things that I've said over the years. And it's you never know who you're impacting until you actually feel the feedback. So that's that's meteoric, man. That's really cool. What's the best advice you've ever gotten? Slow and steady wins the race. I think. So many people, I'm 29, so many people my age, especially, they're just addicted to instant gratification and they can't delay their gratification. And so there were so many times in my career where I chose the slow and steady foundation building, you know, path to business, to writing my book, to all those things. And uh, it's it's definitely helped me out a lot. Let's say you have a dream tonight. You run into the senior and high school version of you and you could give that young version a piece of advice based on the wisdom you've gained so far. What would you tell that young version of you? I'd say nobody cares. When I was a senior in high school, I was so insecure. I I thought way too much about what other people were thinking of me, right? I didn't want to eat alone in the dining hall when I went to college. And I, you know, I focused way too much on what I was wearing, what I looked like, and nobody cares. Right. So of all the things you've accomplished, done and become and overcome, what are you the proudest of? I got married this year. To my wife, Rachel, and we had about 70 of our our best family and friends in Aruba. We got married on the beach and I was just, it was so much fun. Like it's exactly what I pictured when I was younger. The woman of my dreams, all my family and friends there. So it was such a wonderful experience. So everyone has a perception of you, family, friends, fans, but you ultimately run the show. What's your perception? What's your idea of who you think you are? I think I am somebody who enjoys the passage of time, who does what he likes to do, who doesn't do what he doesn't like to do. I think I bend reality a little bit to fit what I want out of life. I've I've spent a lot of time and focus designing the life that I want. And a big piece of that is impact, right? A big piece of why I get out of the bed in the morning is that I can make a positive impact on this planet and leave it in a better place than it was. And so 
that's very different than where I was 10 years ago. 10 years ago, I was a little bit ego driven. I wasn't focused on other people, but I've sort of reversed the script in a really big way. And I think that that's how I view myself these days. Somebody who's focused on impact above everything else. So if anyone wants to get your books, get involved with anything pertaining to your world, where's the best place to go? Well, one of the things that I love to do for people is provide custom book recommendations. So again, I believe in the positive power of personal development books. I don't think life has to be so hard. I think other people have figured it out and we can read their books and implement their best life lessons. And it only costs $20 in a few hours of your time. So if anybody wants a custom book recommendation from me, you want to know where to start your reading habit, just DM me, direct message me on Instagram at bookthinkers, spelled just like it sounds. And I answer every single message. We get a lot of them, but it's my favorite thing to do. And I will even act as your accountability partner and follow up in 30 days, 60 days, see what you thought of the book recommendation that I give to you. So just DM me to tell me a problem you're facing, a skill you want to develop, something you're curious about, and I'll make it happen. This is fascinating. Nick, thank you so much for your story. Thank you for your time. It's wonderful work, man. Yeah, I appreciate you, Joe. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day. See ya.